Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for Bart Reed, Drive Time Sports Insider for everything basketball in Arkansas. Bart is a former college player here in Arkansas and has worked alongside many of the top college prospects in Arkansas with his pure sweat skills and drill program. Bart Reed is brought to you by Arch Street Wheel and Tire. Well, Bart, I'm going to start you off with uh, with an easy one from our Asher Record Service Company live feed and feedback. James says, uh, can you ask Bart what he thinks will be the starting lineup will be? And maybe who does he see as the top eight or nine? And I assume the coaches are going to try to win the game, but what other things are the coaches looking for? So that's the easy one. There you go. Uh, Starting five. Yeah, that's an easy one. <laughs> All the talent on the roster, and that's the easy one. Okay, well, let me let me give it my best shot. So I feel like Coach Musselman will almost have two lineups. I think he'll have a small lineup and he'll have a big lineup. Now, as I preface a small lineup, Randy, that's still a pretty big lineup. So I think the starting five will be Anthony Black, Nick Smith, Jordan Walsh, and I think what you'll have is uh, where you can kind of interchange these two spots right here. I think we're Ricky Council and uh, Trayvon Brazil. And I think that's kind of the small lineup <laughs> where he can take them and go five out and he gets perimeter play from each and every player on the court but can also do some things inside. So I think that's my projected starting lineup. I think if you look at it, and he wants to go a little bit bigger, all right, he takes Brazil, moves him to the four, and then you take Makai Mitchell and put him at the five. And then you're basically starting 6'7", 6'10", and 6'9". So it's just when you look at the lineup, he's incredibly big and long and athletic no matter who he starts. But I think if you're looking at the players that come off the bench, and we take that first lineup that I mentioned, so Anthony Black, Nick Smith, Jordan Walsh, Ricky Council, Brazil, I think you've got Devo Davis, Jalen Graham, both the Mitchell twins. I, I, I don't see the lineup getting any deeper than that. I don't know if you agree, Randy. That's, that's a lot of players to get in. So I, I don't see it going any deeper. And that is how many players? So, so right there, if you include both the Mitchells, so you're looking at that's nine deep right there. Okay. All right. Where do so you where, do you, where do you fit Jalen Graham into this picture? Yep. So I've got him, but I've got him in the six or seven spot, and I think what his dynamic is going to be is he's going to be instant offense. So I think when we're having trouble or if we need a scoring package or we're struggling shooting the basketball or we are looking for that mismatch, I think he's the offensive juggernaut that they can put him in and he can go get baskets right away. So I think he's certainly competing for a starting spot. I think he would be rotating between, you know, trying to beat out Ricky, Ricky Council for probably that four because Council is, a, from, from what I can see from him, he's smaller in stature, 
but he makes up for it in strength and athleticism. So I think he plays much bigger than what he is. So, But I think Jalen Graham is a guy that will get plenty of minutes, and I think uh, probably Coach Musselman sees him as extremely versatile and play him at the 3-4 and maybe even slide him down and play him as a small 5. When neither of the Mitchell twins are in the game, does you, you said five out? I mean, does that does that mean basically when the when the Mitchell either one of the Mitchell twins is or they're both out of the game that Arkansas really in in some essences is going with yep. uh, basically positionless basketball. Positionless basketball, Randy. So when we say five out, we mean five all outside the three-point line. Mm-hmm. Just really space the court. You've got two in the slot, two on the wing, two in the corner, and you just space them all the way out. But everybody's outside the three-point line. He's going to set a lot of ball screens. I know from just from talking to some Razorback coaching staff, this is going to be a year we're going to see a lot of ball screens for Anthony Black and Nick Smith. Now, Randy, I've gone on the record to say I don't think we'll have a designated point guard on this team. I think if Nick Smith gets it, I think he's going to bring it up. I think if Anthony Black gets it, he's going to bring it up. And I think they're going to work with combination guards just like that. I really like it. But we're going to set ball screens. And someone asked me, hey, can you run ball screens in DHOs with five out? Well, yes, you can. The, the, the angle of the screen is different, but Nick Smith and Anthony Black are really skilled. So they can still get all the action they want. But I do think Brazil presents a unique matchup because he played a five for Mizzou. But, Randy, this guy can shoot the basketball. He's got perim- major perimeter skill. So I could see him really being a stretch four for us in certain lineups. But certainly if you wanted to go small, you put him at the five and you spread everybody out and you really attack the lane. This relates to Barry Dunning. Junior, this from Charles by way of our Asher Record Service company live feed and feedback said, uh, "Hear good things about what he's doing in practice." I recall Bart said he coached against him in an earlier show. Can you tell us what he thinks about his chances of playing, strengths and weaknesses? Well, it's a great question. So I'm really high on Barry Dunning Junior. So. Th- <laughs> You you get lost in the shuffle because of all the talent that's up there right now. So this is a three-star recruit. So if you're looking at a three-star recruit, Randy, this is a a 130, 125, 150 player in the country. Now, we know this from just Arkansas talent. That's real talented basketball. Uh, I mean, you can really flat play. I think he was more of a four-star type caliber player myself, two times. Alabama Player of the Year. I did coach against him in the finals of a big Alabama shootout. He was on a EYBL Alabama Fusion team, and I was coaching the 22 Arkansas Hawks. And Randy, it's a game that will stick out. It's probably the only game that I've officially lost in my career where I take responsibility. He absolutely turned it on when he had to. We had a nine-point lead, and he decided he was going to kick it in gear. And he dominated both ends to get that game to overtime. And he single-handedly did that himself. And just when you watch his game, it was a real uh, scouting nightmare for me because he could shoot the mid-range jump shot extremely well. He was unselfish. 
and his overall length is hard to compensate. He's six six, but probably has a wingspan of a six ten, six eleven. So he's really athletic. I think this is a guy if the talent was not so deep, we'd be talking about this guy as a starter and probably a all freshman SEC caliber type player. Hmm. So but I do think he's on the outside looking in. But I think this is a four-year guy that's going to work his way, and he's going to have a big impact, certainly, as we move down the road. Uh, Scott asked uh, a question. He wants to know, where's Devo? Yeah. Well, Devo's there. I I think Devo is a very – and I've always been a big Devo fan for – one reason, there's only about two to three players that I've ever seen that can change the dynamic of a workout as soon as they walk in. Nick Smith is one, and Devo Davis is the other. His overall leadership and mentality, he's just such a, just an extreme competitor and really wants to win. So he's there in practice. He has a big role. I think he's going to have a big role in this team. He is one of the guys, as you look, that the five stars will follow. Nick Smith is born and raised in Jacksonville. It's exactly where Devo Davis is from. They know each other. They seem to be taking the leadership on the court from Devo. I think Devo gets a ton of minutes this year. I think he's extremely productive, and he might be one of my favorite Razorbacks to ever watch play. I love the way he plays the game, but he's going to have a huge role on this basketball team this year. Is that more – or less, Mark, what we think of the traditional six-man role? That, I, I, I 100% agree, Randy. That's exactly okay. where he is. Uh, I was asked earlier, um, I guess it was a phone call. Anyway, uh, the caliber of competition, what, what, what kind of competition do you think, Bart, Arkansas will encounter on this tour? Yep. Well, let me say this. We're going to win all the – I think we're going to win all the games very comfortably, okay? So the talent level is really – it's so hard to say there because there's so many different things that could happen. These are going to be much older – younger players, but older in comparison to what our players will be. So they will have a ton of basketball experience. I think they'll – provide a lot of physicality. I think they'll bump us around, but I think we'll go over there and handle business. It's hard to say what the caliber of the competition is. It's almost like a they can't necessarily even say mid-major type comparison, but I think we will more than handle business over there. And But I do think it'll be a good test for us physicality-wise, but we have too much skill right now, too much talent on that basketball team. Alright, hang on, Bart. we got to take a break. Bart Reed, Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. Thanks again to Art Street, Will, and Tire. Drive Time Sports will continue. Be a part of the game plan. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. It's time for Bart Reed, Drive Time Sports Insider for everything basketball in Arkansas. Bart is a former college player here in Arkansas and has worked alongside many of the top college prospects in Arkansas with his pure sweat skills and drill program. Bart Reed is brought to you by Arch Street Wheel and Tire. Drive Time Sports. Here on the Buzz Radio Network, good to have Bart Reed with us each and every Friday. Now, I will warn you in advance, 
we're a couple of weeks away, but soon Bart will be moving to a new day. And uh, we'll let you know more about that as we get a little bit closer to it. Um, one more from our Asher Record Service Company live fame feedback from Jenny. Okay. She says, who will be the top hog? Who does Bart think will be the stats leader this trip to Europe? Well, I think this, listen, everybody get ready for the Nick Smith Jr. and Anthony Black statistical onslaught because these two basketball players are going to fill the stat column. So it's the easiest question so far, but certainly I think it will be one of the funnest ones to talk about throughout the year. I think these guys are just going to do it all. Uh, Nick Smith, one of the things that I've just always been impressed with his recall of basketball while he's even playing the game. Randy, he's one of those guys that has a switch that goes off. If he scored 10 in a row, he's thinking, I need to incorporate my teammates, so I need to go get three or four assists and get everybody else going. That's the type of caliber basketball player that we have on the Arkansas Razorback roster, and I think they will just rack them up. I think it's going to be Double-double, we'll, I think we might even see some triple-doubles this year. So I think it's going to be Nick Smith Jr. and Anthony Black. How serious, Bart, or do you, you may not know the answer to this, but uh, this bruised, deep bruise on the index finger on the left hand for Nick Smith Jr.? No, I, 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 he's, he's going to be fine. I, it's not... It's not anything that Hall fans need to be worried about. I think it's something where, obviously, you have to you have to take care of it, and he's doing the right treatment, but it's not something that's going to long-term cause him any problem. I don't think it's going to affect his game. Um, I think players of that caliber are used to being banged up and playing, and Nick has had you know a couple of wrist injuries and things like that, and so I think he'll play right through it, be fine, and he'll heal up in no time. But it's not going to have any effect or impact on his game whatsoever. Okay, I, I just I, I didn't want your prediction to be wrong about a stat stuffer being Nick. Right. If he's hurt, it's kind of kind of right. hard to accomplish some things that you want to accomplish when you're hurt. Um, exactly all right, it's right. time for our spotlight on boys and girls players of the week. So Bart, I'll turn it over to you. You've got the ball. Okay, so Randy, this one's for you, buddy. So we have two 2023s, so we have seniors. Okay, so I know we're going to tap in. I think this will be the first time we're actually talking about 2023 seniors. So I think our you're right. first one, yeah, absolutely. So our first one is going to be Alex Newland. She's out of Greenbrier. Okay, she's a 5'11 forward. Now, I've trained with Alex, but I really love her game. She's a true kind of small forward, power forward, so she's all-state as a 10th grader. She's all-conference as a ninth grader, so one of those that, that bumped up and played as a freshman. Um, right now, currently, as she steps into her career, Randy, she's only 50 points shy of 1,000 for her career, which Ooh, says a lot luck. because that is a ton of points. Good luck. Points. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So she's averaging right at 14 and 7, and – I think she's going to have a really big year this year. So I, I, she was banged up a little bit last year through parts of the season. So I think you'll really see her increase. I think she's going to be about 18 or 19. 
Clay keeps those rebounds up, and she's an excellent passer of the basketball. She has really great court court vision and is a willing passer. So Alex is going to have a big year this year, and she's got pretty much Division two interest from all over the state. So Harding, Henderson, all the usual suspects. So this is another young lady that could potentially play basketball after her high school career. Very good. And the boys' spotlight. Right. Okay, so this one, Randy, I know you will appreciate knowing this team really well. Isaac Harrell from Jonesboro. Six seven, six eight. Now this young basketball player was at Sheridan at the five eight tournament and he is a pure shooter of the basketball. Just absolutely lethal from behind the three point line. So I talked to Coach Swift. His numbers are hovering right around 40% from the three-point line, which is almost unheard of at the high school level, and right Mm -hmm. at 50% field goal percentage. So he's efficient. He hits shots. He's got a really beautiful stroke. But at 6-7, his ability to handle the basketball puts him in a category where I would see this young man as a power five type player. Now, as we talk about the transfer portal, He's got about 16 to 18 schools, Division One schools right now, that are talking back and forth. Currently, Randy has no Division One offers, which is just shocking to me. Now, he's got offers from Alabama, Huntsville, and Harding. But I think this is a kid that really has next level written all over him. So I anticipate he'll get some breaks coming up for after this grassroots season. He actually plays on the EYBL and plays for the team that won the Peach Jam. So he plays for Mocan. They're out of Kansas City. So I think that's a little bit added exposure for him. But this kid is extremely talented. So last year on the state championship team, that beat North Little Rock, 12 points, four rebounds, three assists. He's two-time state champion already, two-time state champion. He was He's been all-conference twice and was an all-state selection last year so if there's any division one coaches in the state listen to the radio this is a kid that needs to be jumped on right away because he is that good and somebody's going to steal this young man away how's he under underneath the radar bart well i just a lot of it is the basketball is so great at that level so you have to think randy on that jonesboro team we had Keon Williams was on that team. Now, Jonesboro beat North Little Rock without Keon. Mm-hmm. Keon was one of my kids. He signed with Oklahoma State. But just on that team alone, you you have a power five player that probably overshadows. But I, the, the transfer portal, Randy, is just killing a ah, lot of the kids. Got gotcha. you. This is, this is where his class is really affected, right? So I think he's going to get the offers. It's just going to come late. I've heard that complaint. Well, actually, I could take it back um, even further than that, where the uh, transfer portal has affected kids and uh, high school kids. Of all the ones that seem to have suffered the most from the transfer portal has been the kids in high school. So, yeah, that's the way well, it I is. I straightens out. Huh? Yeah, I I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. But, you know, it's like a coach – told me said uh you know i've got high school tape on on this kid now i mean a nick smith jr anthony black that's no brain right but he said you know i've, I've yep. got tape on on a high school kid but then i've got tape 
you know, from where this other kid, this other young man played, you know, at a, at a higher yep. level, at a collegiate level. So I know kind of what I'm getting at uh, at a competitive I, level as compared to the unknown. I mean, that's, that's like, yeah. I think Barry Dunning Jr. is almost a classic example of a guy that, uh, you know, is, is he's not being overshadowed right now by Anthony Black or Nick Smith Jr. or uh, Jordan Walsh, but those are the guys, the five stars, those are the guys, yeah. the McDonald's All-Americans, and you expect more from those guys, and you're yep. probably going to see it. Absolutely. And as you said, we've talked about how much, and you know, as we talked about Jalen and some other players, how much a lot of these young players coming in need to put on weight. So this young man from Jonesboro would be the type, same type of prototype player. Mm-hmm. He needs to put on 15 to 20 pounds. And you're right, but you can go look in the portal and get that, that somebody has the skill, but they're also physically developed. So it does. It gets to be really hard on the high school kids because it gets to, you get a proven result in a college-ready body. Really hard to blame the coaches for, for the decisions they're making. Absolutely. All right, Bart, we're out of time. Enjoy the weekend. We will talk with you next week. That's Bart Reed, Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. Thanks again to Arch Street, Wheel, and Tire.